0: We made it, guys. It's episode 10 of the Insert Credit podcast, the all-editor-in-chief special edition. Please welcome Brandon Sheffield, editor-in-chief of InsertCredit.com. Sports. Sports. Tim Rogers, editor-in-chief of ActionButton.net. Oh man, that's me. Frank Zafaldi, editor-in-chief of LostLevels.org. I suppose that's true. And Steven Totolo, editor-in-chief of Kotaku. You mispronounced his name.
1: No, I didn't.
2: Yeah, you did. Oh, you did. It's, it's you tot- totally it's did. It's Totillo.
0: Totillo? You Totilly yeah. mispronounced his name. I now. specifically looked up an online pronunciation guide of Totalo before the show, and that's how I heard it. It's What's tot-
3: wrong? You got it mixed up with the, the Totodile.
0: My neighbor Totalo. And joining us, <laughs> Stephen Totodile.
2: Stephen Totalo. Stephen, my neighbor Totalo. All right. <laughs> that was a good one, Frank. going Yeah. A- I'm going to put that. We should call As this. keeper.
0: Keep yeah, it, Don't edit that out.
2: Yeah, we're going to keep that one. Oh, we don't edit anything. That's why we have such a strict schedule.
0: I'm yeah. your host, Alex Gorblax Jaffe, editor-in-chief of gorblacks.livejournal.com.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's good. That's real good.
0: Now, Steven, from what I understand, Kotaku is some kind of video game news blog which updates not once but several times a month? Yeah, we do like three stories a month that's crazy
3: outlets. but only Tim we only published Tim Rogers
2: uh yeah I'm on there sometimes
0: <laughs> yeah this is just the vast network of Tim Rogers outlets for uh never, on how video games smell I, ha-
2: I haven't been on lostlevels.org yet
0: <laughs> yet taking that by
2: storm I'm gonna rain all over it
4: have you been on uh, Jaffe's blog yet yeah yeah <laughs> Come
0: on.
2: Blog. <laughs> yeah, I'll be on there. Have you guys it's seen Jaffe's Tumblr? He's got yeah, a Tumblr.
0: I've got a Tumblr now. It's List, just
2: it's lists it's, of stuff. It's fantastic.
0: Thank you. Um, now, Stephen, you've listened to this podcast before, right? Uh, no,
3: because I am li- living in the past in podcasts. I am up to June in podcasting history. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys weren't doing this in June, were you? No, that's true. We only started recently. Just this morning, uh,
0: they were yeah, just this morning, this. we just started doing podcasts this morning. <laughs> yeah.
3: no, just this morning, I was listening to the final day of E3 giant bombcast, which is like three hours. And this is why I was so excited to be on this podcast because you guys, you guys know when to cut things off, right? Exactly. This is, yeah, that's efficient, our- lean podcast.
0: That's yeah, what, that's what we're all about. Let me tell you a little bit more about that. Uh, I'm going to throw 10 things at you, 10 topics, 10 questions. I can tell you. Uh, None of you have ever heard any of them before. One of oh. them is from a listener. The other is I made up. And at the end, we're going to have a rapid-paced lightning round. Uh, we can begin with question one as soon as you guys are ready. Are you do guys... It. I'm ready. Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Bad but- news, guys. A burglar has stolen all of your video games and video game systems. Oh, god like darn. It. I don't like it. No... Hold on. There's good news. <laughs> you have you have a one thousand dollar GameStop gift card, which expires at the end of the week. How do you spend?
2: Oh my God! First of all, first of all, this isn't true, right? Because I, I'm <laughs> hyperventilating. I'm hyper- should I stop hyperventilating? Okay.
0: No, you should not. This is a real scenario, not hypothetical. All right, all right, Jaffe. Re- here's here's what I do. Find the gift card.
4: thousand dollars. I'm going to sell this gift card to a kid for six hundred dollars. And I'm gonna buy a gun and I'm gonna blow my goddamn brains out.
2: You don't need no six hundred dollars <laughs> for no gun. He I didn't.
4: want a really nice one.
2: Yeah, really he really wants his head just gone.
4: You would, just, just destroyed.
2: You would die if you had no video
3: games.
4: No, of course not. But I, I, would, I, I mean, would
3: subscribe you, to Game Informer. Like a lot of I would get a lot of Game Informer subscriptions. Yeah. Like how
1: many could Wait, you get?
0: Fifteen dollars for it's fifteen dollars for a year of Game Informer. Right. So, you could, or, so do the a long <laughs> That's not what, bad. You what's could, a thousand divided by fifteen?
2: You could subscribe. Six. You could subscribe like eighty-five friends to Game yeah. Informer. You Doing could
0: subscribe for sixty-six and two-thirds years. You of could. Game you Informer.
2: could be. You could be the Game Informer for. for, yeah, for, yeah. And that's, for all your friends. That's game what Informer. I would do. I
3: would. I, I would have all this misery because I would have lost my game. So what would I want to do? I would want to make other people happy in order to make myself feel better. And and. Giving the gift of Game Informer is the best gift you can give. Right. Good
2: old good old Game Informer. <laughs> you wanna you wanna get people game informed. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah
3: That's
1: totally. what want to do. I'd I go w- for a quantity. I'd go for quantity and I would buy every uh, PlayStation two game that is five dollars or less, which is what I do at GameStop anyway. I oh, buy the sleeve,
2: yeah. Dragon Guard two. Madden
1: 90, whatever, Madden
2: two thousand And there was no Madden 90, nothing on no PlayStation 2. There might have been. Actually, they might have gone back. I, thousand more, I actually man.
0: went to a GameStop just the other week and purchased myself NHL 01. Yeah, see, that, it, that's,
1: yeah. that's an H-O-T-G-A-M is what that is. Now, would you like okay. to buy a 1,000 of those? Because you can in our scenario.
0: Yeah, they were. it was 99 cents. I could have bought a 1,000 copies of that game.
2: I'm going to tell you guys what seriously happened. I, I lost all my video games because uh, – I moved abruptly in such a way as to no longer have my my fetishistically cultivated PlayStation 2 collection which included God Hand and Garodon and uh stuff and what I did was I uh, I bought an Xbox 360 uh Red Dead Redemption GTA 4 LA Noir and Bully believe it or not those were that's that's what I did and I thought I've got all my bases covered
0: here and then you drank Rockstar Energy Drink as you played them. I
2: did. Actually, Actually, here's the hilarious part. I've ended up acquiring a couple dozen more games since then. This was like two years ago, like right when L.A. Noir had come out. Uh, I ended up acquiring several dozen more games, but I still have not opened L.A. Noir or Red Dead Redemption or Bully. They're just sitting on my shelf.
4: Um, I think what I might do is spend all that money on um... – Uh, I, I, I get a PlayStation three, spend that money on PlayStation network points. And then I could get a whole bunch of, um, PlayStation one games. So at least I would have, uh, I mean, considering I live in the past, uh, at least I could have some history. Oh yeah. And I guess you can play theoretically, you can play some old games on the Wii. Some people have told me that that's possible to do. Yeah. Yeah. But
2: you've got to have your (laughs) controller plugged into a controller, which has batteries in it. And you've got to have, like, that that Wiimote is, like, sitting on the sofa cushion next to you, just kind of looking at you Mm -hmm. while you're playing games.
3: I know this might go against the whole uh, insert credit ethos and whatnot, but I am very anti-nostalgia. And I actually – I always try to cull my my gaming collection as much as I can. So I'm actually happier the fewer games I have. Like, if I can whittle it down and I have the dream of always – I try to keep them all on just one shelf. Now, if I could have this the best possible group of games on that shelf. And then it kind of got messed up because when you're an editor in chief, I don't know, fellow editors in chief may know this. When you're an editor in chief, you start to get a bunch of games sent to you. So,
0: oh, yeah. oh all the time. You have oh, yeah. no idea. My room is piled up with the Scrooge games McDuck, I get to review right? on
3: goreblacks.livejournal.com. <laughs> you've got a Scrooge McDuck like vault full of games, I'm sure. Because Swimming of in them. Yeah. And, but the so, other thing like is, the what
4: are those games, dude? Well, what what I, is it, that it, ideal it, shelf? That's what I want to know. The, yeah, what the is the
3: that shelf, shelf? The shelf? The shelf has been has been uh, overflowing at this point, and now with downloaded games, it's kind of like they're you know like kind of cheap. But Tim shelf. mentioned Godhand and Bully, and Godhand and Bully would both be on the shelf.
2: That's an excellent number of of games to put.
3: But uh, there would be there would <laughs> be no there would be no eight bit games. There would be, Ooh. and I had an NES. Yeah, I don't know. and I think like the only 16-bit games I would have on there would be Yoshi's Island and like Super Metroid. I think that's all I need.
1: Those are good ones. Look, look, look! look uh, Duck or GTFO. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you gotta and, have and, Ziggurat, of course. You gotta have Ziggurat on there. That
4: doesn't go on a shelf. It's unless, on my shelf,
1: yeah. unless you have an iPhone just with Ziggurat on it.
2: Yeah, that's what I've got, and I've got a special stand that leaves it turned on <laughs> at all times. Actually, I wish I kind of did have that.
1: Uh, I, did the, I did the calculations. You can buy uh, approximately 76 pre-owned copies of Godhand with with $1,000. And then you Pretty give awesome.
2: those out to your friends.
1: Absolutely. Or, or your enemies, and or, then make them your friends. Yeah,
2: or give them to every game developer you know and make them uh, put away their school books. And, uh, <laughs> and here's here's the real – this is your PhD curriculum, chump. You know, Just drive up to any game development studio in the area and – Leave a couple copies of God Hand there.
4: I would, buy, I would definitely buy some of those um, HD...
0: Oh, HD Shrieks! Shriekings. Shrieks it is. Go and it. that is the signal to move on right to our second topic, which is, what is this. What is, what, is it, what is it? Next month, the DualShock controller will turn 15 years old. Nice. So which, which games have most innovatively used the two-joystick layout?
2: Ape Escape 3.
0: Ape Escape 3?
2: It, yeah, Ape Escape 3 uh, was – well, it was like Ape Escape 1 and Ape Escape 2, but it it just – it felt really, really great. It has the – it uses – it's the, a DualShock 2 game. But, for example, one of my favorite, like, brain candy exercises done with two joysticks. Like, the, the right stick in Ape Escape is always for your weapons, so that they're multidirectional, and there's a remote-controlled car. It's one of the weapons. And so you're just moving it around. It's like a second player character that the camera doesn't follow. So you're running around, and the you can control this remote-controlled car, have it go different directions. Like maybe you need to hit like a series of switches, but you also need the remote-controlled car to hit a series of switches that like mirror the ones you are hitting. So you've got to do these weird formations. And uh, it was just in Ape Escape 1, they didn't use it quite as virtuosically as they used it in Ape Escape 3. So Ape Escape 3 is the dual shock champion. In my book,
4: uh, innovative doesn't have to mean good, I presume. So, uh, no, it was I'm innovative gonna, and good. I'm going to go with uh, Stretch Panic. Oh, uh, SP. Where you've got a, a right stick, con- left stick controls a little character. Right stick controls the scarf of that character, so that you can use that scarf. It's it's a demonic scarf. It can do stuff. You can you can pick at any part of the the game environment, and you can snap giant booby ladies' bra, stra- bra straps so that they float off into infinity. They can um, snap and, yep. and uh, It's a real weird game, but um, that actually was kind of a neat idea. But I don't know, like Halo? Halo was a real good
1: one. I'm going to go well, for yeah. what I thought was the obvious answer, which is Katamari Damage. That's Not a sure. good one. But uh... that's
2: nothing that wasn't done in Namco's Cyber Sled in the arcade.
1: But the Cyber Sled didn't have a dual shock, so suck it. It had two sticks, G D it. That's not dual shock, okay? <laughs> dual shock.
4: Didn't shock you twice.
1: I mean by that argument, we'll, By that argument we're gonna call a Robotron a dual shock game. No. Dual shock. Do you shock. guys
2: do you guys think that well it, the Cyber Sled felt kinda dual because they were two analog sticks that go in multiple directions and there are triggers on them. Shut up. Woo! So, do you guys think that Final <laughs> Fantasy, Final Fantasy 13: Lightning Returns, should just be called Final Fantasy 13 Dual Shock?
4: I think so. <laughs> Maybe as a as a second, as our shock as our former uh, fearless leader George Bush once said, "Shock me, shock once, me shock once,
2: shock me once, shame on you. <laughs> shock me once, shock me twice, shame on video games."
3: <laughs> can Can I answer this question from the future? Yeah, Is that George, allowed? Go for it. Go All for right. it. Well, in the future, uh, some date in November, uh, we'll have the privilege of playing a video game called Nintendo Land. And in yeah. Nintendo Land, nested within it, will be a game called Animal Crossing Sweet Day. Well, oh, I played that. And this game will allow you, from a top-down perspective, to control two Animal Crossing guards, one with each analog stick. Move the left guard with the left stick, move the other guard with the right stick. You're trying to catch some people stealing fruit from trees that are controlled by other players. And there's a whole thing where you're learning how to move each guy with kind of hands are independent of each other. And the more you move them away from each other, these these two guards, the camera zooms out. You can see more. So you actually have a strategic advantage. But it's more confusing to control these guys when they're sort of at the periphery of your little Wii U screen.
0: Great. I I had this idea. I'm pretty sure that was an arcade game in one of the Grand Theft Autos.
4: I think when you this, said, uh, when so, you said so, Animal Crossing Guard, I imagined kind of the most adorable <laughs> scenario of a dude little signs that ducklings could cross the street. That's I'd, I want to play that game.
2: I'd hug that. Yeah. Like, I, I had this idea for a game called – it's a game concept that's been on the table for a while called War and Peace. This is an action button entertainment game concept. It is based on the book War and Peace, but it is also a top-down two-stick game where left stick controls red guy. Right and right stick controls blue guy. Red guy can kill blue enemies, and or and blue guy can kill red enemies by touching them. Right, so it's right. You're kind of moving. Tim, you know why
3: you should make that? Because then you can make a sequel, call it War and Peace Two, and blow people's minds.
2: Yes, yes. I think I might even actually make it. You can call it War and Peace Two. Here's a little tidbit: the working title for No More Heroes was Taxi Driver Two. No joke. Really? Yeah. So Didn't I'm, you
4: say that in the last podcast? I'm pretty sure. you Did Did right. I? No, I
2: don't. I don't think, so. I, think I, I think I've mentioned it to you in person before. Okay, I don't know if I mentioned right. it on the podcast.
4: So, so which one is the uh, is Warren the red guy or the blue guy?
2: It's well, it's about it's about Warren Spector. So, I okay. can okay. And then there's Warren Spector is the one guy. And then- but
4: uh, I do think Halo not not innovative innovation wise, but in terms of making a. Uh, Making it uh, console shooter. schlubs figure out how to enjoy a uh, a first-person shooter in an efficient and good feeling way. That's, yeah, it's
0: definitely the most comfortable use of the. And the god the, darn, the
2: god darn warthog driving controls were just impeccable.
4: Are we just gonna talk about that every time?
2: Yeah, Yeah. it is. We're <laughs> <it is, laughs> talking about every time. <laughs> it, is, it is a video game milestone. That, that warthog. I
4: don't. I honestly don't think the warthog controls are that fantastic.
2: Well, guess what? No. Guess what? I won't. Guess what? You're a noob.
3: Oh, I thought he was kidding. Yeah, they're terrible. What are you talking about, Sam?
2: You you think Nat. think they're terrible? What? Nap.
3: What's <laughs> <But, laughs> terrible? But the they're world awful. World. Put they that world.
2: coffee down, Stephen Totillo. You glass don't, of wine
3: you know, actually.
2: Oh well, you don't know what you're talking about. That warthog is, is the bomb.
0: Hey. That's... Oh no! <laughs> we're gonna have to take that fight outside after the podcast. For now, we're moving on to topic number three. Number three. Has a video game ever made you cry? No. No. Yeah. Ninja Wait, and the almost. birds
1: the
2: birds and Ninja Gaiden, they just kept hitting me just as I was jumping. And, and so I just I just was like, what do you want? I was like, just please God.
4: Um <laughs> I feel like a video game has made me wistful. Sure. But uh that ain't crying.
2: What what happens to Brandon Sheffield when he's wistful?
4: Contemplative. <laughs> you, get all, uh, Contemplative. you get all like, hmm, what is, is this? Is Halo of-
0: again? Are we talking about
1: Halo again? Yeah, we're talking, yeah, about, we're talk- we're talking about specifically the controls of the Warthog. Right, as, soon as, yeah. as soon as he stepped in the Warthog for the first time. This, this,
4: was, uh, <laughs> this was Bonk's Revenge that I was playing. I uh,
1: yes. <laughs> think it was Bonk 3, Yeah.
4: <laughs> No, I don't think so. But uh, you know, it's, it's there's a great greater likelihood of it happening if I'm on a plane because I don't know if you know, but when you're on a plane, uh, you're you're obviously you're way high up in the air, and there's less oxygen for you and stuff, and so you have a greater uh, propensity toward uh, drunkenness for one hmm. thing if you drink any alcohol while up there, and for another thing, uh, emotion having. Your so. your
2: juices are more pressurized up there too. So yeah. Word up with, like. I want to
4: I want to want to speak on defensive video
3: games though for a second and say that I don't think any movie has ever made me cry either. Wistful perhaps, uh, tear up perhaps, but I consider crying uh, to be tears falling. Like right?
2: actual tears falling.
3: Yeah. I, watery eyes. Uh, I don't think counts as
0: crying.
1: You're a yeah, monster, a, Totoro. I,
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> has a video game ever made you misty?
4: Misty? Actually, you know, my my neighbor Totolo actually almost uh made me misty when I was when I was younger. Sure? Oh yeah. I don't know. That that Pokemon movie Catbus like, cat cat is sad. Catbus, bro.
2: Porco Rosso makes me sort of wistful because it makes me remember when I was a pig who had an airplane.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Those were the days.
2: Hey, Brandon. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, a Porco Rosso is playing uh this weekend in San Francisco at some movie theater. Do you want to go see it?
4: I go into San Francisco.
0: So the proud yeah. tradition of Tim inviting Brendan to movies on this <laughs> podcast continues.
3: I just
2: I, I would have I would have not remembered it otherwise. Anyway, keep going. The, the
3: end of Silent Hill Two
2: uh, <laughs> uh, made me misty. Really nice.
3: The walking down the hallway thing. Yeah.
2: You mean the fog? How there's so much fog oh. in those games? Yeah, that's uh, how. Oh. That make walking you walk down the hallway, dude.
0: Yeah, Advance Wars also made me misty because of all the fog of war there.
2: Yeah, Warcraft. W- walking down the hallway in uh, in Silent Hill 2. Yeah, you f- you finished the game, right? I I actually haven't. No, I I, oh, I well, sort of. When you walk down that hallway, you have a box of tissues nearby, right? I sort of despise those games, to be perfectly honest.
4: Ash from what? Pokemon made me misty. Is that a good yeah. gift?
2: I already knew oh. that oh. Right. Oh. oh You did? Dang it! Yeah, I yes. did. Yes. You, you are not listening. You got to be paying attention instead of whatever the heck it is you are doing over hey, there. Hey,
4: listen. I just got off a plane from Korea like three hours ago.
2: Yeah, I've I've been awake for like forty eight hours. too. I knew
4: you were going to say that uh, sort of a, a thing, but listen. I did some pushups. How, how many hours you've been awake? It's not uh, changed my ability to be awake right now.
2: Yeah, you could have slept on the plane.
3: You jump.
4: I did. I did do it.
3: Should have brought. Uh, I, I want to anyway. say there there was a sad moment. In Gears of War 3, which I just finished this past weekend. Was it when the- you didn't
1: finish the fight yet? It was before you finished didn't, the fight. I that's still that's
3: haven't finished. Of- macho series there. I still well, haven't finished that game,
2: believe it or not.
3: Well, uh, there's, some, there's some sadness coming in the middle, and they even bust out the Tears for Fears.
5: Oh, but instrumental.
3: Keeping- oh. Instrumental.
2: Oh, that's pretty cool. I, I, I'm, I'm digging that.
1: Yeah, if bad. I actually had a computer when I was young and I played Planetfall and I sent Floyd the Robot to his death, that might have made me cry. But I didn't have a computer and I never played that game. So there you go.
0: So no, <laughs> game, no <laughs> games have invoked tears, but one game has invoked tears for fears.
2: Yes. Yes. Actual tears for fears. Were, were the tears afraid of themselves or were the tears for the fears?
0: <laughs> the tears supported fears. I ain't firm, I'm a gin'em. Fear supporting <laughs>
2: tears. Um, The game Lufia 2, Rise of the Sinistrals, made me feel really sad toward 2fia. the end. There was, yeah, Tufia. <laughs> <laughs> Lufia 2 made me feel really sad at one part in the end. And keep in mind, when I played it, I was really, really fat, and I'd never touched a woman <laughs> at that point. So I was prone to that. I would have
4: darned cried to myself.
2: I was prone to that feeling. I, I feel real sad when I read certain books, like literature, you know? Like but I don't know about I don't want to get into that. But Lufia two Rise of the Sinistrals, really, really good narrative hook about halfway through the game that really gets you. And then right near the end there's another one. It's kind of a kind of a one two punch with like ten, fifteen hours between the punches. I liked that. <laughs> so then when I played Final Fantasy, it makes them easier to absorb. Yeah, yeah, it makes it but it's like super slow motion punches. So when when I played Final Fantasy Seven and Eris died, I was like, Yeah, what if? You know,
1: has it really not a, been six minutes?
4: It's going to be six minutes in about thirty. seconds.
0: It's been seconds. five and a half minutes.
4: Yeah, uh, I mean, I think we also answered the question, and the answer is no. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: The, the answer, answer is no, no, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't be
2: too sad if a game did make me cry. Let's go hey, ahead. Can I? Can I,
3: can I share it? Can I squeeze in on fifteen seconds? Yes, yes, yes. Quick, quick, quick! End of one of the Mario and Luigi games. Kind of sweet. Princess Peach. She bakes a cake for Bowser. Not misty, not a misty moment. That's
0: fantastic. That's adorable. What's, that is adorable. Is it the third? That is so adorable that we're going to move on to the next question without sounding the horrifying buzzer. To next to it. it. Woohoo! What are Yiffy. the most embarrassing comments you've seen on an online video game article?
4: Oh my Whoa. lord. Whoa! Whoa. Mine. I don't know anything about
0: that.
2: That's a brain buffet right there. I I can't even I you just you just called like a huge I got I got a very large selection of things just cramming in my brain okay, right now. Okay, can it
1: can it be a forums thread as opposed to an article? Yes. Um, I don't know I... if you guys remember, but when uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas came out, it exposed a whole lot of racism among uh, your typical white boy uh, video game player. Oh, I don't scary. remember.
4: Please explain.
1: Um well, a lot of people were just like what 's with all this rap music you know i don 't i don 't like this black music in my video games. I actually saw some of that, but that 's not the most embarrassing comment um The most embarrassing in one of these threads that I saw about how uh white people didn 't like all the blackness of uh San andreas was uh someone commented uh, these I, these might be the exact words um i can 't believe what they did to tainted love um <laughs> And the version of Tainted Love in San Andreas is, in fact, <laughs> the original version of Tainted Love, uh, I believe, by uh, Gloria Jones, if I'm not mistaken. Does anyone know? Tainted Love? Yeah. Tainted uh, Love. With isn't it, with isn't it Gloria it? Jones. What?
2: Gloria Jones? Who the heck is Gloria Jones? Am I wrong about
1: that?
0: I don't, uh, yeah, it was originally recorded by Gloria Jones in 1965. Thank you, you Wikipedia.
1: Go. Yes. Um, so the original version is in San Andreas uh, by by uh, by a black woman there, and uh, B W. Yes. And the, the most embarrassing comment I've ever seen was someone questioning what this black person had done to his white song.
2: That's, That's pretty, pretty good. That's actually really good. I want to. I just posted a link in the uh, the chat here. You guys don't have to click it if you don't want to. It's this is recent. uh from June twentieth, twenty twelve. It's an interview That's with Kim day. Swift on the occasion of uh, the release of Quantum Conundrum on the uh, Steam. And,
1: I'm embarrassed already, just because it's going to be a Kim Swift.
2: Yeah, stuff. it's IGN. It's a it's a well written, well 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 conducted interview, and most of the comments are just right. You know, not even like, – comment number three, the creative portal is a girl. She's kind of cute. And then it's the next comment, I think she is one of the most beautiful females in the gaming community uh, as a gamer and developer. Uh-huh. And her games are extremely beautiful and technical. Uh-huh. I, I hope more females enter the gaming industry and build these unique experiences. <laughs> That's the comment that – it's by Psycho underscore PS3 Truth with two H's. <laughs> oh, God. Yep. Double H, double H, Truth, Psycho PS3.
0: I think that video game just made me cry. And <laughs> uh, he, yes. The reply to
1: him is by someone with a, like, Wow, dude wow, dude, wow, dude, wow, yeah. dude. Zane Re Fang, which seems to be some kind of Sonic fan character, <laughs> like and then the he Connor. says
4: again, "There is not perverted statement is in what I say in society." So <laughs> there you what go. What is what is with the
2: wow, haha? She is beautiful woman that makes
0: beautiful games, <laughs> Listen, guys. I really, really want to hear from Stephen on this.
3: <laughs> I don't, I don't know anything about this kind of thing. I, yeah.
0: is it, you know.
3: In chief of Kotaku. The only comments I ever see are positive, constructive, well thought through comments. Take, on, for example, on the articles of one Tim Rogers. Oh, He's yeah. Really well thought out discourses, uh, engaging Tim with uh, the core topics, the ethical conundrums that he discusses within his articles. Um, it's all quite enlightened and fancy and, and special. Nothing embarrassing at all. Why? Oh, no.
0: <laughs> well, I, I'm glad you think so highly of your charges. You must yeah. have the best audience on the internet.
3: This morning, uh, just this morning, uh, the morning that we're recording this, I wrote an article, an in-depth examination into the art of making a timeline for the Super Mario games. Yeah, that was. A
0: great one. That. that. blew my mind. You well, should, uh,
3: yeah. I wish somebody wrote immediately commented. Hey, this article blew my mind. No, the the comments were T L D R T L semicolon D R uh, too long. Uh, something more like, oh, just shut up and enjoy the games, et cetera. Yeah,
2: the whole shut up and enjoy the game yeah.
4: comment is just, yeah. the, oh, God. Yeah, that, there, there's definitely that yeah. frequent comment of, why bother doing anything at all? Just play the game or don't. Why don't you shut up and
0: enjoy the game comment? If I may plug a vanity project I've been working on, uh, for the past few years, I've been putting together a fictional timeline of uh, the setting games. of every video game that has ever been made. On an A, D, B, Z timescale. So I've done quite a bit of research into Mario, and this uh, was really eye-opening for me.
3: That's that's fantastic. That's a more interesting response than my favorite response to that article so far, which is a comment they're saying, fuck the police. Sure. <laughs> 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 oh, all right,
4: coming straight yeah. the underground. So That's wait, wait, so, Tilo,
2: are you the uh, are are you then the uh, like the police? Is that who you are? <laughs> are are, are oh, they, they seeing you as the cops? Like you're the fun cops?
4: No, he. They just don't like that band.
2: Yeah, yeah. They really, do. really do like is like that, Man
4: Sting. feels the gold.
2: That Roxanne song is definitely overplayed.
3: I agree. I think that that's what NWA was angry about, though. They weren't angry about, like, police brutality. They were angry about the order of the Super Mario games. Absolutely. Oh,
1: yeah.
3: (laughs) Whoa!
2: Whoa. I can't believe this um, guy
1: included the game and watch game uh, Donkey Kong Hockey. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm really half-incredible. Yeah. (laughs) Donkey Kong.
2: So, uh, like, I, I've been reading a lot of Steam greenlight comments uh, for the past couple of days, and I don't know if this counts, but the Steam greenlight comments that blow my mind. I was looking at Incredipede, which is a neat game, which apparently is now approved or something. I think it's like one of the first games that got approved, or I, don't quote me on that. But because hey. uh, I see enough people going, "Yay, I can pre-order it now," or whatever. Hey.
0: The yes. end. It. <laughs> Do it. Topic number five. Yes. What can we, the viewers, expect from the upcoming Metal Gear Solid movie? Yeah. Gordon. Upcoming? So, it's, not, it's never going to be made. What are you talking about? What? Oh, sure it'll be made. Video game movies that are announced get made all the time. Like yeah. the Halo one. Yeah. yeah. Like, like the Halo one and the Bioshock Bio one and the Kane and Lynch one. What can and you and expect from the, the Metroid but, 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 one?
2: Metroid one? Batman but, one. You know what we can expect from the Halo movie? Excellent Warthog controls.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Here's seriously what we'll expect from the Metal Gear Solid movie is uh, a really blurry picture because we can't see past our tears. Oh.
2: oh. It's going to be all wavy like gravy. Yeah. It's going to be impossible to see the screen. It's going to be like vas. It'll be like there's Vaseline on the lens
4: of the camera. Oh, it's and uh, Mar- Mar- Marilyn's
1: kiss it will happen also.
4: It's gonna, uh, It's going to teach us to fear our tears. We can expect a lot of
2: lines of dialogue spoken to Snake, and then Snake repeats the last two words of the
3: dialogue with a question mark and an exclamation point. Oh, no. I, I got it. I got it, guys. What? Uh, surprising everyone, this two-hour movie will only be about two minutes of movie, and the rest will all be gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, pretty sure yes.
0: I'm pretty sure that's the joke everybody made on the Kotaku news post. Uh-oh. Uh Steven Totillo,
2: editor-in-chief of Uh Kotaku.com, busted on
0: plagiarism.
3: (laughs) You You think I read the the comments? comments?
0: Do you think I read the comments on our site? Steven Steven Totillo is stealing from the commenters he just got done making fun of.
4: (laughs) Stealing Totillo.
0: That's pretty bold and hard. Yeah. No, really, I respect you for that. That is is core. So
2: people keep saying that Snake is going to be played by Christian Bale or Hugh Jackman or whatever. It's freaking Sean Bean, man. Like, duh. Right? For, for God's sake, you bunch of noobs. It's, it's going to be Sean be. Bean,
1: man. I don't I think know what that is. It's
4: going to be Gerard Depardieu.
1: Gerard Depardieu is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I assume that anyone I've never heard of was someone who was unlost. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: so yeah, that's, cross, that's a good
1: assumption. Christian
2: Bale is Batman. Kurt Russell, come on. Kurt, I made a
0: great tweet. Pretty good. I made a great tweeter joke about this a couple days ago, if I can repeat that. Uh the tweeter joke I made was that halfway through the Metal Gear Solid movie, there will be a Psycho Mantis scene that loops infinitely until you switch theaters.
2: That got like a hundred retweets, didn't it? Yeah, it did. That was that was Jaffy's first hundred retweet tweet. Good job. Yeah.
4: I don't understand but, what right, any of uh, the things mean that Psycho you just Mant- said. So. Psycho
3: Mantis boss battle, kind of a good use of the dual shock controller, hmm? You know? Oh, yeah. to Do that. But, yeah, so, uh, Brandon, there was
2: there was a battle against a guy named Psychomantis who was psychic, and okay. at one point in the battle, he becomes invincible, right? And the only way to beat him is to unplug your controller and plug it into controller port two, ah. and, and then you can hurt him again.
4: That's a cute thing.
2: And then you have to do it. You have to switch it back later. So you. Have but to he keep...
3: can make the controller vibrate, right? And wasn't the DualShock one of the things with DualShock that it had the vibration in it? Yeah, Even it did it was have. A shock. Yeah.
2: Right? Yeah, he would be like, Put your controller on the floor, watch this and then the controller starts to vibrate. He's like, I'm
1: moving your controller. Because so it wasn't really moving, it was just kind of standing there vibrating.
2: He's a liar, that's yeah, it was just well he's he's
1: making it kind of well, jiggle a bit.
0: He's a villain. He of course he's not gonna tell you the truth. He's, he's a evil. Bad. So wait, who
2: did uh Koji was his dreamcast for the Metal Gear Solid movie? He said Dreamcast, or his dream, Sega dreamcast. <laughs> dreamcast. <laughs> So uh, he said that uh Hugh Jackman was who he wanted to be uh, the
4: biggest of all Ackman.
2: Yeah, yeah, because th- yeah, that, that guy, I've, I've seen a lot of Ackman before. Yeah, uh, he
4: is the hugest Ackman. I, I personally. Oh, I'm, I'm like,
1: glad you explained that for me. Thank you. Like, I, I, feel
2: like but, if Hugh I, plays, I feel like if Hugh Jackman plays Snake, it's a bad thing because he, that, he can't play more than one video game hero in his life. And I always thought he was a shoe in for Pac Man. <laughs> so are they going to have to get Gene Hackman to play Pac Man? Yeah. Like, come on.
4: Kojima
3: should play because he's the only body, body. He's the only person who really wants this movie to be made. <laughs> I think everybody else can live without it. Kojima he's, as Snake.
2: Come he's watch. probably the only person who can read uh, the the dialogue out loud too. That he that is going to end up being written for the movie.
0: Oh, David Hater's a scriptwriter. Maybe he could write the script for Metal Gear Solid.
2: I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust David Hater to write a thank you note for me. <laughs>
0: I'm just hating. Get it? <laughs> You're hating on the hater.
2: Yeah. I'm ha- yeah, I am I'm, I'm a hater hater.
4: Didn't we make this joke too last podcast?
2: Let's we didn't it. say
0: hater hater though.
2: Look, it's not a it's not uh it's not repetition. It's it's establishing continuity. It's iteration.
1: Yeah. It's iteration. Yeah, exactly. Like Farmville too. Here, here, I'll iterate it. Um I I've heard Whatever. that in the future uh haters gonna hate. So we should uh, watch uh it. Yeah.
2: Okay, so yeah. I'm I'm thinking this whole Metal Gear Solid movie is uh, everybody in the press is covering it. Uh, I'm looking through a bunch of articles right now. They're covering it in an embarrassing fashion. Where here's here's a huge article that's like, look at this guy who looks exactly like this guy in the, in Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, that's definitely got to be him. You know, it's like it, it's like that's that's what they're basing all of this on is the guy looks exactly like the guy. It's like that that's it. That's that's the, how acting
4: works. That well, how that's
2: how I, you're going to cast the movie.
4: That is how casting works in Japan. So
2: yeah, well these are all English speaking Englishers.
4: Yeah, but it the it'll be funded by uh, probably the Japan.
2: Yeah, that, and probably
4: I, directed by the Japan because
2: Why is everybody assuming it's going to be based on the first Metal Gear Solid movie? Is that how it is? Oh man, this movie. This article says Sean Bean as Liquid Snake. No, Sean Bean should be Solid Snake. But it's the same Snake.
1: guy. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I know. I know. And and it starts with as long as he can keep the Yorkshire act-
0: Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> as long well, as he can keep the Yorkshire pudding. Uh, that's that's the end of the first half of our podcast. Uh, we'll be right back after this break. While listener Baramos addresses a previous question, were there any GameCube games with good voice acting?
5: That's a great question. I'd like to know. <laughs> When I heard the question, which GameCube game has the best voice acting, in Episode 7, one game sprang immediately to mind, Eternal Darkness Sanity's Requiem. Eternal Darkness is easily my favorite game for the GameCube. Not only did it have amazing gameplay mechanics that played mind games with you, such as turning the volume up and down on the TV, or pretending to reset itself, pretending to erase your game save or have your character die, only to reappear walking around on the ceiling, It also had an epic story featuring 12 disparate characters from various time periods and locations as they attempt to stop a Lovecraftian horror from invading and destroying our universe. It was one of the few GameCube games to tell a cinematic story with full voice acting. Few games managed to make me care about the plight of the characters in them, but the voice actors in this one managed to sell it. When a character is put into an insane asylum, killed, or otherwise removed from this plane, it manages to have real weight. And that's why I consider it to be the GameCube game with the best voice acting
4: uh totillo um if yeah. you if you look into the the chat thing, yeah. I sent you a, a I sent an animated gif thing, which is what you should do in the case of those podcast troubles.
1: yeah, that's absolutely what they, should happen this yeah. is a, this is
3: important horse information this is a, these are horses or goats.
4: Goats.
1: Not, look at the size of the guy. How could this... <laughs> look, look, look at your goddamn reference point. <laughs> Time no, I thought,
3: horse. oh, that's right, little horses. I'm sorry, I got horses on the mind because we did a big uh, horse PlayStation Home story today. Uh, and by big story, I mean animated GIF of the horse masks, horse heads that you can now buy in PlayStation Home. PlayStation I one of uh, can I do my intro
0: now, please?
4: Yeah.
2: I think she's one of the most <laughs> beautiful females in the gaming community. Uh... <laughs> I asked uh, Kim Swift if she wants to be on the podcast, and she said yes, by the way.
0: We're aware nice. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay, keep going.
0: Welcome back to the Insert Credit Podcast. I'm your host, Thanks. Alex Gorblex, Jeffy. And joining me this week are Frank Zivaldi. Deal with it. Tim Rogers. DWI. Brendan Sheffield. It's so nice to be here. <laughs> and Steven, my neighbor, Totillo. TLDR. <laughs> Let's get right back into it with question six.
2: TLDL.
0: What are the biggest mistakes to avoid when designing a dungeon?
2: When designing a dungeon, like, well, first of all, I've discovered that you just don't want to leave the key lying around. <laughs> if, you, if you, you know, you, You're know, you, doing that. you just don't want to. You, if you put somebody in there, you don't, like, hide a key somewhere. So or they can it, just get out.
1: Yeah, or if, like, there's a door that only opens if you light two torches, you don't put it in a room with a fire pit. Yeah.
2: Don't put it in a room with a fire pit and then two extinguished
4: torches.
0: Yeah. I was thinking more from a game design perspective, but I guess this works too.
4: I have a, I have yeah. an opinion, which is that uh, one of the biggest mistakes to avoid is, uh, is making everything look the same. Because, man, I'm the kind of person that in video games gets very easily lost and could have a... Uh, have kind of a mini-map at all times to know that I've actually investigated all of the, the locations. So actually having some variable uh, – some variance to the environment would be super nice. And You know
0: what's great at doing that? Castlevania is great at doing that.
4: Oh, I, I agree with you there. That's why I've beaten every Castlevania, well, every Metroidvania. Like I've, I've beaten all of them legitimately just by playing it from the start to the finish. Can without... we
2: can we stop calling them Metroidvania's? Call them call them adventure Castlevanias. Let's start calling them that. Why that's, are you? That's a
4: lot longer than what I said.
1: Yeah. It sounds sophisticated, though. It sounds but it,
4: sophisticated. It ain't sophisticated.
2: There's Tim, more. Tim, there's Tim. more to Metroid than a large world that you explore. Tim, the no. end.
1: Tim. Tim.
0: What? Deal with it. <laughs> can, can we call them Adventurevanias? No, adventure adventure what? format Castlevania this is why are we we sliding really Sliding
3: Metroid. It. Why are we sliding Metroid for Castlevania when Metroid's a better series? We're not
4: we're not sliding Metroid. Wait, can I do that? Can I slide Metroid when send- say Castlevania's a better series? What I'll don't do you like about
2: Metroid, Brandon?
4: I like that it's not as interesting as Castlevania.
2: That's... <laughs> Deal with it. It's not supposed to be interesting. It's about it's about being in a world and and crying a lot. <laughs> about, about being
0: lonely is what is what it's about. Samus was very cry.
3: emotional in the most recent yeah. Metro.
0: Metroid Other M is the only video game I made cry. Look,
3: oh
2: yes, hey, it's it's not actually Other M. It's pronounced Metroid Otherm.
4: Otherm, yes.
1: Otherm Irish. I have an actual answer, which is that if. Uh, the dungeon requires you to, like, get an item to get past a certain thing, and it's somewhere in the dungeon. Um, make it really obvious that I'm missing a key thing, so I'm not just, like, rubbing against walls and trying to figure it out for a long time.
4: Yeah. I I played this game um, called Pierre Solar, which was... Mm. Uh, that and, Genesis uh, game? Yeah, it's an original Genesis game made from scratch that came out, like, two, three years ago. And there was one... Bit where a thing that you absolutely had to do to progress was to go around all these um, kind of like sliding um, platforms, and while sliding along on the back of one of those, you needed to hit a button that was on the back of one of the pillars that you passed at a certain point, and that was just part of a chain of other platforms you had to get to that were already kind of maze like. So at one point in that in that uh, uh, sequence, you had to hit something that was invisible to your eye, and we're supposed to somehow just find that out. And uh, they're like, "Yeah, it's it's old school, so that's what it was like, and so that's good." And, but that's that's not what's good. What's it's good also is,
1: not what it was like. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Well, sometimes it was, but it wasn't. It wasn't that. It wasn't like that in any game that was actually good.
1: Right. Yeah, uh,
2: I don't think it was actually like that. I don't remember it really being like that.
4: I think that uh that one thing to that well that is good so it's kind of the opposite of of avoiding whatever is having uh, um things to do in the dungeon other than just walk around and hit switches and do things like uh, I think Super Nintendo Zelda games had some pretty good stuff what with their uh they had you know. so
2: many fun little things
4: yeah they, they the Pits little ropes
2: and springs and yeah. enemies that bounce off of the springs when you hit them and then enemies you have to hit from behind and
4: yeah they had a little bit of the uh it was a goddamn playground the the indiana jones thing going on in there and that's that's a that's a pretty great thing to do yeah. oh yeah i remember that happening in in like the first dungeon you're in in wild arms you're, you've, you're you you get that boulder with a boulder yeah. behind you some other crap. They never, they didn't, they didn't really live up to that promise. But that initial dungeon experience was like, yeah, a cool thing is happening. I think.
3: Uh, I'm, I'm going to make a controversial statement right now. Let's Warning you, I'm like those people in Mass Effect who tell you the emotion before they tell you what they're going to say.
4: Um, Renegade. <laughs> Renegade.
3: No, no, those aliens like they talk slowly and they whatever. Anyway. Uh, yes.
4: uh, Go for it. Go for it.
3: Um, uh, a mistake would be to make your dungeon randomized. I don't get the whole thing when people like randomized dungeons mm-hmm. in games. I don't
2: it's get it. only when the dungeon is the whole game.
1: Yeah, I agree.
2: Then it makes sense. And also, if if the game has really confident action mechanics or really confident mathematics behind it, then randomization is okay.
3: I don't but- know. I mean, Dark Cloud 2, that had randomization, right? And, I, and that might be the one that I actually might have tolerated. But most of the randomized stuff, I just feel like I'm being put into a math problem, and I'm so aware of it. And I yeah. just know that being now rationed out, like, okay, we need to get him X amount of XP.
1: God I'm darn in. it. Before I make- move on to the
0: next question, I just want to say, what is wrong with feeling like you're in a math problem? That sounds like the best thing. I hate it. Okay. <laughs> Number seven. How can the Tony Hawk series stage a comeback? What? First- first-person shooter. Dungeons, random randomized random dungeons. dungeons. didn't they kind of uh,
4: stage a comeback with that Tony Hawk HD that people actually bought? Actually, kind of a comeback.
2: actually randomized dungeons is fantastic. Can you imagine a Tony Hawk with random levels that you have to get out of? Yeah, That's like, pretty good. It's like endless, and you're uh, you're just trying to escape. I want it to a...
1: literally be a dungeon, though. I want you to be skating in like a skate park dungeon. With That's mosquitoes. exactly what I want. I'm like, no, there was I'm an kidding.
0: episode of the cartoon show Rocket Power where the kids are trying to find Tony Hawk, and they go into Tony Hawk's warehouse, and it's this huge dungeonized, uh, just ridiculous skate park. He has I a mean, warehouse. They they need so to what you're all saying
2: is, vertes and loops in order to get to Tony Hawk. The subconscious minds of the children of the present. Are ready for this game already? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So let's go ahead and get it out there. Tony Hawk's Dungeon Escape.
4: Yeah, yeah. Combine Hawk, it with uh, it, it make a make Tony Warhawk and and have it a a flying skating hybrid game. Tony Warhawk
2: <laughs> or or Tom Clancy's Tony Hawks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk is skateboarding across airplanes. Like I think that like okay. For example, SSX was really neat when it first came out because it was like cool borders, but it was nuts, right? So it's like this Tony Hawk's downhill jam on the Wii was neat because it was skateboarding, but you're going downhill, which means you're always moving, right? I think you need to combine Tony Hawk's downhill jam with the uh, the ballsiness of SSX, uh, like and uh, like we just joked about Tom Clancy's Tony Hawk's, right? Like, uh, what if I mean, just make them crazy levels. Right. Like like you're going down a giant bunch of ramps in the sky and then you've got to grind across a bunch of fighter jets and stuff. So make yeah, it, it make Hawk it 8. make it the
1: ideal Sonic the Hedgehog game is what you're saying. Yeah,
2: exactly. And yeah. it make it make it uh, cartoon Tony Hawk, you know, like yeah. just go balls out on it. Make it like, OK, I mean, I'm being dead serious when I say best video game I played in the last five years or so is probably that trials evolution on the uh Xbox Live Arcade, right? That's like that's like the next generation of a Sonic the Hedgehog, Super Mario Brothers kind of platform game because it's it's got these weird physics and these insane setups. Give me a, a Super Mario sixty four equivalent of Trials Evolution, brand it with Tony Hawk. There you go, Activision. Hundred million dollars yeah. for me, and uh, I will uh, <laughs> I will I will hire the right people, and I will make this insane Trials Evolution inspired. 3D, over-the-shoulder, Tony Hawk, psycho, skateboard, trick-racing game. There's really
4: no excuse for uh, Tony Hawk to not be the best Sonic the Hedgehog game yeah, around right now. Why so, the heck not? Yeah. yeah. Before, they should really be before uh, doing this
3: comeback, Before this comeback, that Tim is describing... I think the proper way to reintroduce Tony Hawk to people is to feature him in PlayStation All Stars. Mm. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, right. He could hit
3: people with a skateboard. Like, think about all the great fighting moves he could have with the skateboard when he goes up against the Big Daddy and Parappa the Rapper.
2: Yeah, I'd like to see him beat up Parappa. Oh
1: man, that little bastard deserves it.
4: I think to uh, to make the (laughs) to make Tony Hawk a little more relevant again, you might have to make skateboarding more exciting for the kids again. So. I don't know, get, give it a little road rash or something in, oh. in the uh,
0: – <laughs> it's, so. it's only three years until 2015, and Back to the Future says that's when we get hoverboards. So oh, maybe that's the comeback for Tony. Hale. I
2: actually think that with the, the nonchalance, the way the kid was like, hey, when Marty McFly stole that hoverboard in Back to the Future 2, I think that he would have – if hoverboards had just come out in 2015, he would have been irate. So he probably had that for like two years. So mm-hmm. I think next well, year, 13 is around when the hoverboard. Actually, was guys, Mattel, was he, this year,
1: Mattel this year is introducing a hoverboard. I feel like we talked about that last week also.
2: No, we didn't. We didn't. Stop. Let's just. Stop never, pretending you're on another podcast. Frank. Ne- never talk about what we talked about last week. It's done.
1: <laughs> um, and to, to Brandon's you know, point yeah. about road rashing it, um, that would require some attitude. So I think the actual answer is on the cover. You have a close-up of Tony Hawk's face, and one eyebrow is raised up significantly higher than the other oh, one. Oh, yeah.
2: Have The Rock play Tony Hawk. <laughs> Tony Rock. <laughs> the Rock
1: Johnson
4: as Tony Hawk. You did okay, it, what, Frank. You did what it. What you need to do is you what need to Tony give What if Tony Hawk a...
3: played Solid Snake in the Metal Gear movie? There you go. Mm. Oh, that's a good way to bring him back.
4: <clears throat> you have to give Tony Hawk ooh, ooh, an electric guitar and sunglasses. It's going to give him a real edge. I think the
1: kids are going to that's going to resonate with the kids. Yeah. Well, well and the the one eyebrow peeking up behind the sunglasses though. Yes. Is this is yes. sounding
0: more and more like a Hideki Kamiya game.
1: Make it all like make, have
2: Vin Diesel and The Rock be your opponents.
1: Hey, hey, I got some cool trivia. So there was a game called Duel and Fireman that never came out. There was a an Duel F- and Fireman.
2: Yes, it was an F, it's F- game. 3D, right? I know that well, game. It was 3D, I believe.
1: 3 do uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a it was a game about singing firemen that that's that, that with each other, and there were aliens or something. It was a crazy FMV game. Steve, Steve Albini was in it. Steve Albini was in it. A whole lot of guys were in it. uh Tony Hawk was in it, and had it come out, it would have been the first Tony Hawk game. Ah. Steve,
2: Steve Albini and David Yao played the fighter pilots. David Yao, lead singer of
4: the Firemen, Z- not fighter pilots. No, they, no, they no, were no. fighter
2: pilots. In they the were, they were not fighter pilots. They were pilots. They were just Sorry. pilots. Yeah, they, they were true. the pilots of a jetliner. Of a
4: in yep. that movie or in
2: the, in the in the in one of the video parts duel, of it duel and
0: fireman duel and fireman hey guys it's time for our listener question Uh-oh. no no <laughs> okay, go ahead put it up there too bad you're doing it anyway toss it joe out let's hear x111 it. asks that's joe x111 thanks how would you design a great game around a daytime soap opera while staying true to the spirit of the show farmville 2
4: um, oh. dating sim.
1: Yeah. I think a dating
4: sim would be the uh, the perfect solution. You got you got your all my children or your General Hospital or your whatever, and you can have all kinds of twists and turns, and uh, and backstabbing and whatnot. Oh man, uh, call it
2: all my girlfriends.
4: All my girlfriends. There you go. All my children's girlfriends. It's and it's a it's a all management my, sim. All my boyfriend's um, children. And uh, and then you can continually just add content every every week or month or whatever uh as as you can get these kind of uh player metrics about what people like or what they are in aghast in horror toward and, and Oh angry. that's great.
2: Seriously like like I think that the, the the Japanese dating sim genre is as rife for an off ripping as uh as Harvest Moon was for Farmville. Agreed. Not, sure. I, I think that like Somebody like Zinger could figure that out. I mean, yeah. I
1: wondered when, you know, when this whole casual games thing was happening and we were getting all these old ladies playing games, it was like, where are the dating sims that they obviously want? Yeah. yeah. The, the
2: video game equivalent of a, not
1: just a soap opera, but a romance novel. A romance novel, yeah. My grandma Her was kid. so into romance novels. Yeah, where's and... the Twilight one? Where's yeah. the it's romance soap
3: novel? People don't watch them anymore, though. That's the thing. Like, they're
2: they're playing Marvel. Marvel. Instead, yeah, I don't think they're waiting see, for. A, the shame, the some...
0: shame about Twilight is that there is a Twilight game, but it's just trivia about the series Twilight. That's like Friends. It, That's like when, when the Friends the
1: game. PS2 game came out. You remember there was a Friends PS2 game, and it was yeah, it was just a trivia game. And um, one, this is probably more of a personal problem than anything. But whenever I see a licensed game for you know a licensed property, I expect it to be a platform game with huge heads.
2: Yes. <laughs> or, or a smash like Bros. home alone yes or a smash brothers game
1: man i want a seinfeld
2: smash brothers
0: <laughs> Seinfeld Smash Brothers.
2: yes <laughs> or how about nbc must see tv all stars nice. i want to
0: know i want to know Whoa. what uh all of the seinfeld cast members giga attacks are now
1: <laughs> uh, oh man that's a, that's a question for another week i believe but uh seinfeld to answer is, this question uh, what's the deal <laughs> <laughs> what's the deal <laughs> To answer this question was, was was there a movie am I remembering right was there a movie about a soap opera writer who uh would write things and then they would actually come true and he found himself sort of in his own soap opera world Maybe I don't know, I don't Okay know. well I'm imagining I, I'm imagining an adventure game equivalent of that which would be kind of fun um sort of a point and click adventure where you are in this bizarre soap opera world and you and you are the only sort of normal person and uh, you, you could stay true to these sort of soap opera themes and stuff while uh, feeling normal and in control and cool.
2: I wrote also- teams of, uh, reams of a design documentation for uh, a game that is an adventure game uh, involving just dialogue labyrinths, like dialogue labyrinths that you threw them. So it's imagine like you're taking a you're taking like a personality test. But it's involving a character. There's a character's face on the screen. So it's a dating sim-like personality test that you then – when you get to the exit of the personality test, the end of this conversation with this NPC, as it were, you're you're assigned something. And it's like, okay, three hours later, you get to talk to this person again. But it's like what has changed in your relationship with them. And it's like there's definitely uh, adventure game things you can do with just – conversation systems where yep. that's your whole game tim uh is, is that a is that a, is, right. is
4: that a stephanie myers-briggs uh, uh questionnaire there oh sorry what were you gonna say totillo
3: I, I i think the sims already does this so i think the question is uh the sims the, the, it's been answered already yeah i mean if people want to get like uh, people screwing each other over and all that. That's like what you 't get out of watching a soap opera I is all this it's, like. I've drama. always
0: thought I've always thought of the Kingdom Hearts series as the soap opera of video games. That's that's, that's one way to go. All these like labyrinthine relationships between people and the plot seems to give the illusion of going somewhere, but, but that's that's it's actually going nowhere.
2: Or people unacquainted with soap operas though. Like so it's like a uh it's a soap opera for people who are too young to appreciate. It's like a new style. It's like a reboot of a soap opera. You, this question is about traditional soap operas, right? So yeah. I think so the thing that people get out of soap operas is the verbosity of it. They get the, the words, right, which, I, which Kingdom Hearts definitely has. So you would need The Sims but with words. I'm not sure. Yeah, they, what they get out of it you.
3: is the emotional plot twist that people – yeah, each other over those, and those require, They like to manipulate it. You can manipulate it as a video game. Those we require just
2: dialogue, though. Dialogue and slow zooms in. How could you do this to me?
4: You well, know? The, the, th- the reason I think that soap operas aren't really as popular as they used to be is because we now have reality, uh, TV. reality TV, which is quote-unquote real-life soap operas. So, I mean, the I think it's the
0: reality
2: TV of video games.
4: A great can we thing, call
0: this hypothetical video game, How Dare You?, Yes. Say. Yes. How dare you, Bill? <laughs>
4: <laughs> I think uh, uh, if if they were to try to tie this in with a soap opera, they you could you could have that like that that dating sim scenario. You could have uh, the the content that you've just seen on the show be playable in the game, but you can make a different outcome.
3: Oh. By the way, uh, trauma team, kind of the General Hospital of video games.
1: Yeah. yeah. I guess so. But only only in the cutscenes though. You're not you're not controlling the the uh, the soap opera ness of it. Hmm. Yeah, it's I like guess like it's like is kind of a soap a... opera. What is?
0: <laughs> oh, there was <laughs> that nothing... was... what?
4: Have
1: a create
0: what? A mix... Create a mixtape of video game music to listen to while driving your car.
1: Ooh, oh okay. baby. Daytona will... USA I'll... is uh, the opener. Okay. I exactly,
2: yes. yes. Yeah. I would
1: just have, I would just have
2: game over. Yeah. Play like 28 times. I was gonna
1: say track two is also the Daytona USA theme song. Yes.
4: Okay. Um, so uh, I got some stuff. Plus music from Earthbound. Yeah. Okay. I would okay. put on the uh, most of the soundtrack of teenage teenage mutant ninja turtles four. Yeah. Oh, me and on Brandon 5.
2: have listened to that in automobiles. We I think sure especially especially <laughs> sewer surfing on, uh, sewer surfing's a
4: driving song. I feel uh, sewer surfing. Yeah, Street Fighter. Uh, sorry, Streets of Rage three. Uh, almost all of it, uh, yep. but Fuse and um, and uh, 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 Cycle. Those would definitely go. Uh, the Poets. That that would be another Dub Slash. There we go. Um, th- those are names of songs from that. Yeah, from
2: Streets of Rage Three. 3. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
4: and then so- I would also at some point have to put in the opening theme from from wild arms maybe at the end like it, it'll it'll be rare that i actually get to the end of it because uh, i mean who knows how i long think instead I'll of a
2: mixtape it should be uh, an ipod playlist that you, you can put cheer. on shuffle if you want
4: yeah
0: that was the original form of this question but i thought that a mixtape might uh present some interesting constrictions
1: i thought it would appeal more to brandon's sense of living in the past so Inter- yeah, yeah get old past <laughs>
2: i would uh i would put the bus music from earthbound as track two and daytona as track one and then neon night riders from Ninja neon Church night 4. riders
1: neon i would actually i would actually go back to the first mother for the train music also
2: that's a good piece of uh, tune yeah. that's what that is it's a good piece of tunage what would you put on there to- 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 tortilla
3: I, I i don't have a car I okay. to, he
2: lives in New York is well. I, I, I don't have a I, car
3: on either on the train. I, I turn off I, I turn off music sometimes when I'm playing video games to listen to podcasts instead. Have you seen a movie where somebody's like riding a motorcycle? Like and over. I, I, Just to, and
2: I and I imagine <laughs> you're in one of those. Uh I <laughs>
3: I, and I only listen to music when I'm
2: running. Man Steven, okay, Steven I, I, I'm is
1: not gonna
4: really this, man. I like, gotta Let's this. remember that uh, that young Steven r- wrote an article about how he didn't need the audio in the video games a little while ago. Yeah, that's well, that's cool. an oversimplification
1: of the. So, Steven... it, but it's close. That's <laughs> not exactly what the article was about. <laughs> that's but...
4: what it was about. I'm a commenter on your forums. I know everything.
1: So, Stephen's uh, uh, ideal mixtape for driving would be a tape of, of It'd be a Bunch tape of fat, of fat guys talking about video games.
3: Yeah, yeah. You should. Just... it would be you, you guys. It would be this show. Oh, nice,
2: insert man. credit
0: podcast. Oh man, yeah. yeah. I guess put are the not that Final bad.
2: Fantasy Seven crazy motorcycle chase on there. Mm-hmm. uh Uh, Final Fantasy VII, Those Who Fight Further, the boss music would be on yeah. there. Oh. on Knight Riders, I... bus music from Earthbound, uh, Daytona.
1: Oh, can one I, Oxy can I Star put the, Galaxy. uh, can I put the bonus? Oxy
2: Star Galaxy from Super Mario Galaxy 2.
1: I want the, uh, bonus stage from Cool Spot.
2: Yeah, that's a good one. That's Tommy Tallarico, yep. isn't it?
1: Yep.
4: You I would what? get myself some, uh, Sonic 2.
1: Which Sonic get, 2,
4: though? Kill get Top Zone. There. And I gotta get also, um hilltop also, zone some of east books one and two and also the uh, even more terror. than that uh dragon slayer the you should uh, know peace engine game
0: you should know that one of the working titles for this podcast before we just decided to name it after the website was let's kick shell nice let's
3: kick
4: shell. yes pretty uh, good.
3: good i go Isn't there uh, some great song in no more heroes too? that's my contribution
2: was
4: that one? song
3: Whatever that song was, that song you
4: know the song, the one good song. Is it
2: like, yeah, that song. The, the motif that just keeps repeating. I think there's like 80 tracks. And it was a song. Movie.
1: It was a song with the guy who was talking about Metal Gear Solid.
4: Oh, that one. Wait, <laughs> how, yeah. how about that Tears for Fears song? Would you put that one on there?
1: No, I would put only no. something sad happens
4: while I was driving. <laughs> ha, 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 what no. about Mad World from that Gears of War trailer? The, uh, no, that doesn't count.
2: The, the 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 the
4: Gary Jules version.
2: I think it's kind of funny, and I think it's kind of sad, et cetera.
0: But if we could just export real songs, I'd just put all the ga- songs from GTA on my playlist. That's not fair. Yeah. Well, neither is putting Mad World.
1: Okay, can I can I at least do the offspring song with of Crazy Taxi? Yes. No.
0: Oh. Well, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Over know. and over,
1: yes. No, not over and over, but every, every two or three songs randomly.
5: Yeah, oh,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, oh, twice oh, in a row. You can
0: only do that if you also put on Worlds Collide from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Oh, you know,
2: you know what you should put on is uh, is the Gran Turismo Four uh, the Japanese soundtrack, which is just all smooth jazz fusion made is especially for the game. It's <laughs> it's like really, really. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to call it bland or whatever. It's very, extremely well produced music if that's your thing, if you want to feel like you're in an elevator in
4: a car at the same time. <laughs> uh, Wangan Midnight, that's got good music. Is it Wangan or Wangan? Wangan Midnicht. <laughs> Midnight. Midnight.
3: <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. When you guys play Grand Theft Auto, what stations do you listen to? All I listen to the classical one.
1: I listen to all of them. I switch around. I listen to whatever station is on when I steal the car. Yeah, that's Oop. basically me too. I, I feel like uh, the car station is really nicely scripted for the areas you're in, so I yeah. Feel like I in feel the like... heat
2: of the moment, if you were stealing a car, you probably wouldn't want to change the music,
1: right? Right. Like I've uh, been told that it's
4: tiresome when I say that I don't play popular things, <laughs> but I don't play Grand Theft Auto at the end.
0: Okay. Once that's you fair. steal enough cars, that your first instinct is to change the radio station. You're kind of jaded.
2: I, uh, I, what do you call it? I actually never stole a car in Grand Theft Auto 4. I only used... The
0: end! Yeah, I also only use taxis. What a coincidence. <laughs> Yay! That's what I did. Here is question 10, then we can go on to our popular lightning round. Q10. Okay. You popular must choose lightning. a single line of text or quotation from a video game. To be engraved on your tombstone, what do you pick? Burry me with me my with money. money. <laughs> yes.
1: Nice. Yes! Okay, that's it. That's, that's it. Me... Did, did you prepare <laughs> another question? Because I think we have to what? end it there. What is that? No, song? I, th- I think it's <laughs> it's from Sunset Riders, yeah, baby. Yeah,
0: yeah. Come <laughs> on. Right. There, there's the end of that. Let's just have an extra long. No, no, no wait, we can. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I think I think we need to respect that and just. <laughs> yeah. With my let's, money. Be fun. Yeah. I let's run.
2: We're all three of us uh, thinking that. That's pretty cool. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Everyone just shrieked it at once. So I mean, come I on. didn't. I what no about Totillo? But... What do you okay, think, Sotillo?
3: Not... <laughs> well, so, in to the music of the games I'm playing, now you think I pay attention to memorize the, the lines of dialogue? Yeah. Okay. Bury, bury me on. with
1: my That's money. Yeah. How about I a game, game over?
3: Uh, game over.
4: Game, game over,
3: yeah. I've got a game, game over? over, yeah. Game over, yeah. There we go. Game because over. I to leave with a happy feeling when they leave my tombstone.
0: Let's just move right on to our lightning round. Okay. I'm going to give you the name of a video game company, Mm. and you need to come up with a new corporate slogan. Are you guys ready? My body is. Yes.
1: Here we go. Visual concepts. (laughs) Better than those (laughs) auditory concepts, guys. Visual concepts. Something to think about.
2: Visual concepts. Something
1: something to
0: look
2: at and
0: think about.
4: There
2: you go. Microsoft
0: Uh, Game Studios.
1: Actually, My, large uh, and hard. It's called
2: Microsoft Studios, isn't it? It's true. Is it Microsoft Studios. It's just Microsoft Studios yeah. now. Yeah. Microsoft e, uh, Studios. We make games. Microsoft
4: Studios. Microsoft. Game Studios was in uh, was in Japan. So,
1: well, it was here too, but they just shortened it. But um, it was called yeah
2: Microsoft Studios colon We make games. I think that's makers good.
3: of uh, publishers of Cameo.
1: My, <laughs>
3: SNK. SNK.
1: The sound that Wolverine's claws make. Snick.
3: Sn- snick.
2: Snick snk uh it's got to be some sort of acronym snk
1: super is okay is okay super nintendo is cool <laughs> okay i like Totillo's. uh yeah that was good. that was yeah. not a
0: very good slogan for them to yeah, have i i i era, was yeah. it i like i like what was it <laughs> let's go on
1: snk
0: shiny, is okay
2: shiny entertainment right. shiny
0: entertainment shiny
2: entertainment do not look directly at us
4: shiny entertainment not for dullards
1: shiny entertainment earthworm jim
0: Earth, Jim. Eidos Interactive. Idos. No, he's talking
4: Eidos. about the eighth OS. Uh, oh, Eidos? Is, 8 e- Idos.
2: Idos.
0: Yeah, sure.
2: Idos Interactive. Uh,
4: Idos.
1: God. <laughs> I don't know. Idos. Dos for your iPhone.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Idos. Do you like boobs? We have boobs. Will you buy a game with boobs?
1: We put
2: we put boobs in a game that didn't need them. And now we've got a billion dollars. <laughs> what?
1: That's, that's, that's a really that's long one. We deals. love
2: nuns. We love nuns. Yeah, there yeah, you go. yeah. There you go. There you go. Nuns before Westwood huns.
1: <laughs> what was that? What? Westwood. Westwood.
0: Yeah. Westwood. Wait, why are these all dead
3: studios?
2: Not, so, not okay. affiliated with Clint Eastwood.
3: <laughs> 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 we don't talk to empty chairs. Hudson Soft. <laughs> Hudson
2: Soft is also a dead studio. Yeah, That's too, cool. it's too Hudson soon. Hudson too Soft. soon.
1: I can't. I can't deal with that. Too soon.
2: Oh, are you sad? Yeah. Frank. Everyone loves the bee. Yeah. Hudson, yeah. Let's come on over and get stung. <laughs> 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 Makers of bonk. <laughs> man, man, Brandon, you you dropped the ball on that one.
4: No, I just couldn't. I couldn't do anything. I didn't want to make fun of Hudson. Yeah, exactly. Soft. Just we too-
2: made bonk. What?
0: <laughs> Team Ninja.
2: Oh, Team Ninja, now with no Gak. That goddamn guy's gone. So. Why
0: would you advertise that? <laughs> because, well,
2: some people uh, didn't like him. Because they, they have accepted failure. They are the weak dog. As Itagaki wants to put it, the weak dog barks more. That they're continuing to make games indicates that they are accepting their status as a weak dog.
1: Team Ninja, so, the weak dog.
2: Team Ninja, the weak dog, barking more and more.
3: Magnavox. <laughs> <in the> <laughs>
4: Magnavox,
3: Magnavox. (laughs) Oh man, Um,
4: Magnavox FMV is the future.
2: Magnavox, not to be confused with magnet (laughs) box. That's
0: terrible.
1: Magnavox, your
4: Simpsons joke is what that was. Magnavox, (laughs) your
1: local dealer.
0: Oh,
4: that's pretty good.
0: Activision Blizzard.
2: Oh man, activate your Blizzard.
1: Not just we, any Blizzard. You are
0: really phoning it in here.
2: <laughs> Activision Blizzard, the activated Blizzard.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, these I'm gonna repeat are the, these mine. These the worst jokes ever. I'm gonna
4: Activision Blizzard. Wow, money. Uh, yeah. Uh, how about just Wow, comma money.
0: Wow, dollars. <laughs> uh, THQ, aka Toy Headquarters.
4: Thick. Uh, th- <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah
2: thick is definitely the best way to pronounce it's the way pros pronounce THQ alright we're making that game for thick
0: so THQ the thickest
2: yeah sure. thicker thicker than before thicker Atari than before. Atari Atari is uh.
4: <laughs> Atari now with more Frenchmen
2: yeah
1: Atari whatever that means
4: Okay, yeah,
0: great. nice. Uh, Sony Computer Entertainment. We've got a computer. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I got it. I got it. <laughs> Sony, if you, Sony Computer Entertainment. If you've got the computer, we've got the entertainment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's actually for good.
4: Also, we're Sony. Are you Red E? <laughs> yeah. There you go.
0: All right. Uh, Capcom. More like crapcom,
2: definitely <laughs> why, would
0: they, not- why would they make that their slogan, Tim? That's the <laughs> worst thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely not crapcom.
3: How <laughs> uh, uh, about buy it now, buy it again in six months? Yeah, sure. Uh, Sega, Sega,
4: Sega. To be sorry, this, to powder. be Don't cry for us, we're already dead. To Sega, be going to make you say Sega. <laughs>
0: Jim, these are the worst puns ever Please stop (laughs) Gonna make you Sega
1: Sega, to be this good Sega, to be this good takes releasing another console
0: Gaga for Sega
4: Sega uh, Sega does what Uh, Xbox 3.6 don't
3: (laughs) Great (laughs) (laughs)
2: What Xbox 3.6 don't, yeah, that's it
3: Konami Employer of Olympic champions
4: There you go That's a pretty good one
3: Konami employees won medals in the Olympics.
4: <clears throat> that's true. Zynga, Zynga, named after a dog.
1: Blinga,
2: more like Blinga. This is
0: terrible. Come up with a good one. No, that's the best. <laughs> <You're> Tell <laughs> Dad. Most the of these
3: companies don't have slogans to start with, so it's not really. Yeah, anything.
0: that's why we're making them up. Like,
3: what's the Zynga slogan?
0: More uh, money.
4: More mo money, more problems. How about that? Tell one?
0: your friends.
4: Mo money, more problems seems like their actual thing.
0: Okay, our last one, and don't screw this up because this is our last one. Nintendo. Nintendo don't suck.
2: <laughs> yes, there you go. No! I don't even believe that, and I wrote that up. I'm a marketing genius.
0: Okay, this has been episode ten of the insert credit podcast. Joining us this week was Stephen Totalo of Kotaku.com. Stephen, you did you it for
2: wrong for... again. What? I think he or did it wrong, wrong on purpose that time. Or I don't wrong. think so. Stephen of Kotaku.com. I can take
0: it. Stephen, thank you for joining us, despite my terrible pronunciations of your name. I, I had a fantastic time, thanks. Oh, well, sure. Uh, hey, hey, listeners, here's what you can do if you enjoyed the show. You could rate the show on iTunes, give us five stars, tell us... How great we are. We love hearing six that. Stars. Or six stars, if you can manage. You can figure uh, that out. You could tweet about us with the hashtag insertcredit. Uh, you could send your questions in to podcast at insertcredit.com. Or if, like Baramos, you want to answer one of our previous questions, you can send us an MP3 of one minute or less to podcast at insertcredit.com. You could also listen to our brand new sister podcast, the actionbutton.net podcast. Episode one is out, wherein we review Final Fantasy 7 I've been Alex
1: Gorblacks Jaffe. I'm oh. Tim Rogers. I'm uh, Frank Svaldi. I'm Brandon Sheffield. Ah. This is
0: podcasting.
4: Ooh. Drew Barramos.
0: Podcast over,
5: yeah!
4: Drew Barramos. <laughs>
2: hey, there's a guy on Twitter who has the name at Insert Credits, and he owns the domain InsertCredits.com.
1: Can't go anywhere?
2: It's just another WordPress site at the moment. Let's see. If you know what I mean.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I should have said something about whether this was going to be the first video game podcast that can make you cry. Oh, that me.
2: would have been good. We can put that this in
1: the... opportunity. In the, we
3: We're
2: can put that, put, put that on, put that on the blurb in- on, yeah. the, on the, on the, we'll
1: on do the do site. It. Do it. I think the uh, title of this needs to be deal with it.
0: Now I think the title needs to be My Neighbor Totalo
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I like it. I like it. Get
3: My the photoshops ready. <laughs> What's the deal with
2: Kotaku? <laughs> What's the deal? <laughs> yeah, Seinfeld Smash Brothers is the best. <laughs> and no, and NBC Must See TV All-Stars? Come on. God, that would be great. Friends, Seinfeld, Cheers. So Sin- Seinfeld
3: Smash Brothers. Remember how Ice Climbers were like it's two characters in one? So, who are the parents? Is it George's parents?
0: Would they be like... <laughs> yeah, the best?
2: Yeah. George's parents are the best. Frank
0: and Estelle. Frank they and Estelle Costanza.
2: Frank Costanza is one of the best TV characters of all time. Yeah.
1: Man, I'm, I'm playing his putty the whole time.
3: <laughs> so, if you played as Steinbrenner, would you be invisible? Or would you only be seen... Like, how, is it, how did that one work?
0: He'd be a shadow.
1: He'd be a shadow
0: like... Stein, Steinbrenner is Larry David's back. Yes.
1: Wait, I can stop recording this. I'm going to stop... Ubisoft, the French EA.